This is Health Yeah, your weekly update on what's going on in the health, wellness, and medical world with Monica Robbins. As much as we all wish spring has really sprung, we still have a bit of winter left, and that means many of us are still grappling with the dreaded winter cold. Today, we unpack everything you need to know about preventing and fighting the common cold. What over-the-counter meds actually work? Does taking copious amounts of vitamin C and zinc really shorten the life of your cold? And is there any truth to the old wives' tale, starve a fever, feed a cold? Grab your Kleenex and your chicken noodle soup. Yes, it turns out there is some value to eating chicken noodle soup when you're sick. We have your best prescription for life when it comes to dealing with the winter cold straight ahead. Hi, and welcome to Prescription for Life. I'm your host, Monica Robbins. And this is the health and wellness show where we try to answer all your questions about the everyday problems we deal with, like the common cold. Did you know that adults get on average between two to four colds each year? And they mostly happen between the months of September and May. And this will come as no surprise to parents. Little kids get sick even more often with an average of six to eight colds every year. Add all that up, that is one billion colds suffered in the United States every single year. So I guess the silver lining here is at least there are a lot of people out there to commiserate with. We're going to talk to a doctor from Cleveland Clinic in a moment to get the best tips on how to combat the common cold. But first, these days, there are a lot of germs floating around. We've been dealing with COVID now for three years. Parents know all about RSV, but when it comes to allergies, the flu and the common cold, how do you know which one you're dealing with? Here's reporter Holly Stauffer from our San Antonio station. Just enjoying the cold weather. It's a great time to be outside. Dustin Titzman and his family love this winter weather. Kind of makes us be outside more than in the June, July season. But they could do without the cold, flu, and allergies. I think the sniffles are, are to be expected. She Which could a be a symptom cough, of any of the three. So how do you find out what you're actually dealing with? Lisa Veal is a physician's assistant. She says allergies and colds go hand in hand. Kind of mimic each other. You'll have watery eyes, a sore throat, and a runny nose. She says to try taking allergy medicine first. The allergies are going to respond really well to antihistamines. So you want to take as many antihistamines as you can. And if that doesn't work, you're probably dealing with a cold. Now, if you've got those symptoms along with body aches and a high fever, then it may be the flu. Got some beanies and we had some mittens. So far, Dustin and his kids have dodged getting sick. You can too if you're careful. The main way that you can prevent yourself from getting sick is to avoid touching your face. Veal says to wash your hands often and carry around hand sanitizer. You're not the only one hitting the rink. Our girls are going to try their hand or their feet at ice skating. And you don't want to take any germs home with you. Holly Stouffer, Ken's 5 Eyewitness News. We are joined now by Dr. Neha Vias, a family medicine physician at Cleveland Clinic. So glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me here today. So we're talking about colds, and of course, this is March, and just when we know spring is around the corner, it feels like winter goes on forever. It certainly does. Well, one of the things I've noticed a lot, our weather this year has been quite different, where we're getting a lot of warm, like, you know, the day we're doing this is a beautiful day. 
Does that actually make people sick? Can you get a cold from the weather? No, you can't really get a cold from the weather, but it is true that you can get a cold from sometimes being in the extremes of temperature. For instance, if you think the weather's going to be nice and you're prepared for a nice weather and then you come outside and it's really cool, then you can actually lose a lot of heat through your head or your neck. So not that it would directly causes colds, uh, but it certainly doesn't help prevent them. Has this season with colds and viruses just been ridiculous? It certainly seems that way. I think that coupled with the fact that we're all doing things together, being together, which is a great thing, but of course being together means that we are exposed to each other's germs. How do we know if it's a, a regular cold compared to COVID or obviously flu or something else that's still going around? Typically we know that it's a regular cold if your symptoms are, jar are largely respiratory, maybe a cough, a low grade, a cold, maybe a low grade fever, runny nose. Now, if it's COVID, remember you will lose your sense of taste and smell. And certainly it, it helps to know that if you've been around someone who has COVID, then certainly go ahead and get tested. We have lots of tests available to us now for COVID. So if you're, you have any concerns, then go get tested either by yourself through a drugstore or going to your doctor and asking to be tested. Standing in front of the, you know, in the drugstore in the cold and flu aisle um, actually can make people dizzy because there's so many options. Are there over-the-counter treatments that, yes, you should have in your medicine cabinet? One of the things I always tell my patients is to make sure they have some anti-inflammatory in their medicine cabinet, such as ibuprofen or acetaminophen, otherwise known as Motrin or Tylenol. That's actually a really good general all-purpose medication to use when you're feeling a little run down or when you have a low-grade fever. It can also help if you're a little congested and just need a little bit of uh, anti-inflammatory to help with your congestion. It, the, although you should talk to your doctor if you have any concerns about uh, taking the medicine, if you have liver issues or if you have kidney issues, you want to take care before you use those medicines. I'm one of those people, I do take some vitamins. Um, I try to take a little bit of vitamin C every day. What is the best way to get your vitamins, get your supplements, and, and what would you recommend? Well, for the vast majority of people, it's helpful to get their vitamins through food and drink. So certainly if you have access to a wide variety of fruits and vegetables, you'll probably get most of your vitamins through that source. Although there's some studies which are mixed, it says that maybe if you increase your vitamin C intake when you have a cold, it might help shorten the symptoms by half a day or so. What Certainly wouldn't hurt. What about zinc? Everybody talks about like as soon as they feel a cold coming on, they want to start taking zinc. Can you overdose on zinc? We think the majority of people who need extra zinc in their diet should get it through their diet. And we haven't really found that the studies show that taking zinc tablets is helpful. Now that being said, if you don't have a good diet or if you don't have access to the foods that have zinc, then certainly talk to your doctor about whether a supplement is right for you. There's still a bunch of colds going around and now we're heading into allergy season as well. Um, that confuses a lot of people. How do you tell the difference? Generally, a cold is self-limited, which means after about seven or 10 days, you should start to feel better. Allergies tend to drag on and are usually seasonal. If you go outside, maybe your symptoms of congestion or runny nose are getting worse. 
that might be your clue that maybe there's something in the air that's causing you to feel that way. If you have a cold and it's really bad and it doesn't seem to be getting better, when is the time where I should probably call my doctor about this? We generally say if it's been more than a week or so, let your doctor know about uh, what you should do. If you, certainly if you have an underlying medical condition which can make things worse, it's best to talk to your doctor about the next steps. I know a ton of people who do this, you know, they, they see like the, the different uh, liquid medications that you can take and they take care of everything you know, every cold, every fever, every, you know, wh whatever it is. And I know a lot of people buy that because they figure, you know, let's throw everything at it. Um, is that really a wise thing to do? Or should you stick to the things that just have the symptoms that you're dealing with? For the majority of people, taking one of those one-stop shopping medicines are probably fine. But again, if you have high blood pressure or if you have any type of kidney disease, it's best to talk to your doctor about that and see if it's safe for you to take. All right, the wives' tales that we always hear about. What are, what's real, what's not? What should you not try? Um, I'd say probably there's really no evidence for echinacea or elderberry or any of those uh, supplements. What about, um, what is it, starve a cold or, you know, feed a fever? I forget what, what it is, but, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things. Those, that old wives' tale of starving, I think it's starving a fever, feeding a cold, but yeah. I could be wrong. It just goes to show there's probably very little merit in that. Now, that being said, if you have a fever, you may not feel that you have much of an appetite, and that's okay. For most of us, we could probably go a day or so without eating anything. Now, you should be able to drink something because when you have a fever and even when you have a cold, your body is telling you that it needs fluids. So it's really important to keep yourself hydrated. Can you actually flush out a cold if you just drink a lot of fluids? I don't know if you could be able to flush out a cold, but certainly it will make you feel better because if you're congested and you have a lot of mucus, the liquids that you drink or the chip chicken soup that you have will help uh, dilute that and make you feel a little better. Is it better to drink warm beverages over and the chicken soup over uh, cold? Well, there's certain, certainly something to be said for chicken soup. And I think in general, when you're not feeling well, it may be better to drink some beverages that are room temperature or even warm. That'll also help de decongest you. Is there a big mistake all of us make when it comes to having a cold? I think we all expect that the cold should go away in a day or so. And the reality is it may take a little bit longer than that, sometimes up to 10 or maybe even 14 days for a healthy person. Now, that being said, if your symptoms are getting worse or if you're just not getting any better, by all means, talk to your primary care doctor about that. Can a cold, a, a regular cold turn into something else? It certainly can. And that's why we say if after a week or two you're not feeling better, best to talk to somebody. What are those things it could potentially turn into and are they dangerous? Sometimes they can be. They can turn into a sinus infection or they can turn into a pneumonia or they can turn into something even more serious than, the, than that, depending on what your medical concerns are. Are colds always viral or bacterial or both? We don't test colds to see whether they're viruses or bacteria, so we can't be 100% sure, but the reality is most of them are probably viruses. Final thoughts, what would you like to leave everyone with? Well, it's really important to 
Make sure that you stay well hydrated when you have a cold. Make sure that you're able to access warm or room temperature beverages. And um, be sure to have a little bit of Tylenol or uh, Samotrin off on hand. And talk to your doctor if you don't get any better. And stay on the couch and binge, you know, Netflix or whatever. I give whatever. you doctor's orders. <laughs> stay <laughs> okay. away from other people when you're sick, too. That's a great, that's the greatest advice ever. Dr. Yes. Vias, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You heard our expert talk about taking extra vitamins during a cold and how it doesn't really help all that much. But why not? We asked our Verify team to dig into it. Here's reporter Ariane Dettiel. If you feel a cold coming on, you might take vitamin C supplements like this one to try to keep your symptoms at bay. But a recent tweet sparked conversation online about how effective vitamin C supplements really are. So let's verify. Does taking vitamin C supplements at the first sign of illness help fight a cold? Our sources are Harvard Health, a study published in Cochrane Library, and registered dietitian Mary Eve Brown. U.S. health officials recommend men get 90 milligrams of vitamin C daily, and women get 75 milligrams. That's less than one cup of orange juice. Many supplements on the market have dosages closer to 1,000 milligrams, more than 10 times the recommended daily value. And while that amount generally isn't harmful, does it actually help? Verify looked at the results of a Cochrane Library study of 11,000 people published in 2013 that analyzed the impact of taking high doses of vitamin C after feeling sick. The data showed no consistent effect on the duration or severity of common cold symptoms. The researchers also found that taking the supplements regularly, as opposed to when symptoms first start, didn't prevent colds, but they did reduce the duration of a cold by about 10%. Even so, registered dietitian Mary Eve Brown told Verify that high doses seen in supplements aren't necessary for most people. Just eat your fruits and vegetables, you're gonna get enough vitamin C. So we can verify, no. Taking vitamin C supplements at the first sign of illness won't help fight a cold. With your Verify, I'm Ariane Daytil. There you have it, friends. Everything you need to know about the common cold. The biggest takeaway is what your mom always said. Drink plenty of fluids, get sleep, and it turns out mom really does know best. Thanks so much for joining us for this edition of Prescription for Life. We hope you learned a little something today. And join us right back here next week for another episode. Until then, have a great week and stay healthy. Thank you so much for tuning into Health Yeah. Please find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monica Robbins. Like and follow my Facebook page, Monica Robbins WKYC. Find video podcasts at Monica Robbins channel on YouTube. And please subscribe. Wishing you great health and hope to see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Health Yeah with Monica Robbins from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and on the WKYC app.